The Ash Kip Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. Uh, ResMed sleep doctor, Dr. Carmel Harrington, is here to chat to us all about how we can get a bit more sleep at night. Morning, Carmel. Good morning. How are you? Oh, very well. Tired. You know what? We're tired. <laughs> but for four people that do breakfast radio, been doing it a long time, I survive on, I don't know how much sleep. Like sometimes I check and I, I get afraid because... Like mostly it's like five or six hours and that's a lot for me. Five or six hours of sleep. I don't understand REM sleep. I don't understand the difference of deep sleep. And sometimes I don't even understand how to get to sleep. So how can you help us, doctor? So I I guess what you've alluded to a a bit is um, there's different stages of sleep. So there are different types of sleep. You're quite right. So REM sleep is rapid eye movement sleep. That's our dream sleep. Um, and dream sleep is really important uh, in our memory processing and our good behaviour and how well we feel the next day. And that's when we wake up from deep sleep. That's the stage of sleep that we feel quite disoriented from. It's very consolidated sleep and it makes you feel really good. So uh, an average amount of sleep for a mature adult is generally somewhere between seven to nine hours. What's your stance on daytime sleeps? Because um, we don't get enough at night, we quite often have a sleep during the day. And I, I used to be a swimmer as well. And I read this report once that said army officers overseas or never sleep longer than 45 minutes during the day because that's um, the best chance of recovery, but without wrecking your nighttime sleep. Yeah, look, as I say, healthy adults need somewhere between seven to nine hours. Now, if you can only get four hours overnight, then I recommend becoming what we call a biphasic sleeper. So you might want to get a couple of hours during the day and then that four hours overnight. However, what they're talking about is that 40-minute nap. If you are sleeping mostly at night and you just sort of need a bit of a refresher during the day, I don't make it as long as 40 minutes. I would recommend only 25 minutes, and that's the power nap. And what we do is decrease our level of sleeping neurotransmitter in the brain so the brain wakes up feeling quite refreshed and able to go. But it does not replace your need for seven to eight hours overnight. So are the recommendations just get to sleep earlier and get to seven to nine, or is there ways that you can do it better? It really depends on what your schedule is. So nighttime workers um, often have to become biphasic sleepers so they get two lots of four hours or something along those lines. But it really does depend on um, what your schedule is. So if you're getting up at, say, 4 o'clock in the morning and can't get to bed till 10 o'clock at night, you're not going to get enough sleep, right? So what you want to do is top it up in your daytime. And what about, uh, Doctor, in terms of getting to sleep? I find sometimes that... uh that if I let my head race, I can hop into bed and I have like a, a little window of time that I can sort of uh, get myself in, in the mood to sleep. And then and at the same time, it's like a battle because sometimes I close my eyes and my head starts racing. And when it starts racing, I go, I don't do this. It'll keep you awake. And then the next thing I know, I'm, I'm kept awake. Well, how we actually can fall asleep and stay asleep does depend on what we do during our wakeful hours. In the same way as how well we sleep affects our wakeful hours, it works in the reverse as well. And so really to get the best night's sleep possible, you start to tell your brain and your body in the hour before bedtime that this is the time of day, the 24-hour period, that I go in to get nurtured and nourished. So what you do is switch off all technology at that time. You dim the lights in the room that you're in. Maybe have a warm to hot shower. Let's do some relaxation. So just start to chill out. Yeah. But the other thing is too, especially as you mentioned that when you lay down, you sometimes have things go through your head. You can do a bit of a journal um, in the early evening. So write down the things that you think you need to address the next day or things that have happened during the day that you haven't had a chance to, to get to. 
so that when you start to consider these things at night, it starts to become quite obsessive. But if you've journaled that out and it's out of your brain, your brain won't do that to you. But if you have been the situation that you talked about and you're starting to get really anxious, you're more anxious about the fact you're not going to sleep than anything else. So just sort of think that, okay, look, if I don't go to sleep straight away, no big deal. But you can start to do a breathing exercise at that time. So you start to take... Um, there's quite different things. You could um, Google hummingbird breath or you can Google, you know, um, breathing techniques just, just to still the brain, you know, so that works really well and the body. Should you have a big dinner just before bed or you don't? Does that make much difference or...? It can really, especially as we get older. Like what we could do when we were 19 and 20, we can't do when, <laughs> when we're 45 and above because your metabolic rate slows down. So if you have a large meal within two hours of bedtime, um, you might find it difficult to get into deep sleep. So you might stay on the light sleep because, you, A, your body's busy digesting that food, but you're also giving it a big load. So it doesn't really think it needs to go to sleep just then. So you can stay in light sleep, which isn't as refreshing as your deep sleep and your dream sleep. Thank you, Dr. Carmel Harrington. That's, I, think, I think everyone wants to learn how to improve yeah. their sleep if someone's got their mm. sleep down. Such perfect. a simple thing that everyone has so much trouble with. Mm. Uh, if you do want to get a free online sleep assessment, you can go to resmed.com.au. They've got one there. The Ash Kip, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcasts.com.au.